Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners, my book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, co-authored with my son, Joseph, is now available for purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Order your copy today and please leave a review to help spread the word. See you there. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mother's Guide Through Autism. We're going to talk about today how to calm or how to be calm in the midst of chaos part two. So here's a few things that is worth reviewing from the last episode. But if you didn't catch part one of how to be calm in the midst of chaos, go back and listen to it because those beginning step uh, tips are important and those beginning steps are important for you because we're going to add on today. All right, just a quick review. First, I want to remind you that what does it even mean? Let's let's talk about what does it even mean to be calm amidst the daily chaos? It's, it can confuse you. You are not, to stay calm in daily chaos, you're not confused while it's going on. So that's, that's something that we want to get to. You can have so much going on at one time and you are centered, you're doing your A game, you know how to get through it, okay? But if we break apart chaos, chaos equals the disorderly state of various things, often unrelated, in close proximity with each other. So remember, this is review of what chaos actually is. And amidst, when we use that term, equals in the middle of or at the center of. So when you're amidst the chaos, in the stress of all of it, all around you can can grow and become a part of your daily life, which pretty much anyone listening to this is going to be able to relate to it because I don't care who you are you're going to experience daily chaos at some point in your day or in your life. Sometimes we go through seasons in our life. And I know that if you're a mom, you are going to experience chaos. You just are. And if you're a mom, with a child on the autistic spectrum or any other disabilities, then that chaos will expand. And we have to remember that this is a season. You're in a season of your life. This doesn't last forever. I can honestly tell you that I experienced daily chaos every single day. And I gave you some examples in the last episode of of what my mornings were like with Joseph getting ready for school 
or trying to get him ready for school and my having an infant at the same time. And yes, that was a season of daily chaos. But what I want to talk about today, and this is why this is part two, is yes, you're in the season of daily chaos. Yes, you want to be able to manage it and stay calm in the midst of it. But what happens when your daily chaos becomes bigger? Okay, and I'm going to give you some examples of that. So you're having your normal chaos day, right? Filled with chaos. You can expect it. You know, you think you're prepared for it. And then something happens throughout your day or an unexpected event, and it just blows up. So we're going to talk about that level of chaos. So we take normal chaos to a higher level today. With the seasons of our lives come chaos. And I already had talked about in the last episode that stress and chaos is just part of the human experience. And again, if whether you're a parent or not a parent, if you're in a good place in your life, I everyone can relate to seasons of chaos. I would like to give you something to think about. Okay. So call this your first tip. Your day blows up. Things are, are crazy. I mean, you just don't know which way to turn. I'm going to offer you this. I want you to hear this shift it. All right. So we're going to shift it. You're in the middle of chaos. You're amidst the chaos. You're no longer calm. You've already lost your calmness, okay? So how can you stay calm or go back to calm? You need to say, I am going to shift it from from a negative to a positive. So you may or may not have heard the expression, I'm going to choose the sunny side of the street. We're going to choose shifting it to losing calm and going back to it. All right, here's a question. How? How do you do that? I've shared mantras with you all, um, and I, I talked a little bit about that last time. And so when I work or coach moms, I spend some time on mantras because it's really important to have one to be able to shift it. Because if you have a mantra ready for chaos exploding and you're no longer calm, you immediately can chance that mantra and it and it helps you shift it. And you can go from a crazy hard moment to a pretty good day when you learn how to shift it. And I practice this all the time and I promise you it works. So let's shift it. All right. Let's say you didn't get any sleep last night. Can you relate to that? (laughs) Every now and then you might get a decent night's sleep and 
when you start your day, you can start your day a little more calm, right? Your patience, you have more patience when you get rest. But typically, uh, we we moms don't get the rest that we need. So this is an, an extra chaotic night. You really didn't get any sleep and you just start to relax and think you're going to fall asleep and your alarm goes off and you can't believe it. So you haven't had any rest from already being tired. I always talk about um, this time, that season in my life when uh, I used to get teased because I would say often to, to my close uh, circle, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. Right. And you get tired of being tired. You get tired of feeling tired. So there's different levels of tired. And I'm talking about the tired where you're foggy. You don't even know what you're doing kind of tired. And that alarm goes off and you, you start your day, you put your feet on the floor and you haven't even had time to have a cup of coffee process, wake up, And here you go. You just hit the floor running. And I know that uh, you can relate to this. I, I know it. And you're expected or you expect yourself to be able to function uh, on your normal tired. Right. And you are trying to do a hundred things at once. And it's more difficult than normal because you are to that high level of tired, you're exhausted. I want you to start noticing, and by the way, this is natural. It's natural to start feeling negative and icky and grumpy, and your thoughts go to negative thoughts because you are barely functioning. You're exhausted. So that so first of all, alleviate the guilt of those those negative thoughts, right, that we all get. So forgive yourself for those thoughts. And this is where you start noticing, oh, my gosh, you know, I am thinking so negative. I'm speaking negative. I'm not being nice to my kids. I'm not being nice to my husband. I'm not being nice to myself. And notice it, notice your thoughts, notice your behavior. And here is the opportunity to shift it. I want you to take a breath, say out loud, I'm going to shift it. And I'm going to say one positive thing about what is happening in that moment When you're shifting it, believe you, believe yourself that there is something good to find in that moment, even if you're exhausted, even if you if you're being negative and you're grumpy, find the good. You may think, well, I don't know that there is any good at this moment. It can be something small, you know, but look around. Maybe your child who struggles with breakfast or struggles eating in general is eating. They're actually eating. That is yes. Let's celebrate that. Right. 
look around and find something good and shift it. Say something good to yourself. And if you need a quick mantra, if you don't have a uh, amidst the daily uh, chaos mantra, then just simply say, this too shall pass, all is well, I am shifting it. You're going to shift it. You're going to go from a stinky moment of grumpiness and you're going to shift it because you're going to choose it. And watch what happens. Just try it. If you've never tried that before, I'm going to ask you to try it because my hunch is that you get lots of opportunities to try to shift yourself from negative to positive. And I have um, a quote that is beautiful for this. And you may want to use this quote to shift it and help you through this season of, of chaotic days. And also, you might want to write a reflection on it. It depends on if you like to journal or not. But if you don't, you can just use this quote. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. William James. I'll say it one more time. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another by William James. And that is what shifting it is all about. You're choosing positive over negative because originally our goal in our chaotic season is to remain calm and be the person that you want to be. All right, I'm going to give you another tip. Sometimes it's better to do nothing. So take that in. All right, because you're probably thinking, what do you mean do nothing? Well, here we go. Sometimes it's better to do nothing because when you're having an exceptional chaotic day, it is better to take a breath, stop and regroup, do nothing. So I have a story of do nothing that really worked well for me. Some of you have more than one child. Some of you have more than one child that is on the spectrum. I have one child on the spectrum and one neurotypical child. And trust me, my neurotypical child gave me plenty of challenges as well. So here's a day. This was um, another season of chaos for me. And at the time, I was a single mom. I was working full time and seldom did I feel anything other than exhausted? Remember, I talked about those levels of tired. Well, this was a season of exhaustion. And I was always tired. But this one particular day, I thought, I'm going to 
go and enjoy some holiday shopping. So this this was before the holiday season um, was really going. It was cold outside. Um, people were really getting into it. They started putting up the the, the lights, all the holiday lights and the shopping, you know, all the shopping sales were going on. And I thought, you know, the boys are good. I called, did one of our many check-in calls that I did during that, that season. And Joseph was good. He was upstairs playing music and Jacob, my my youngest son, my neurotypical son had a friend over and they were playing video games. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to go spend some time and, and start my holiday shopping. And I was actually having a pretty good couple of hours. I thought, oh, this is so great. The boys are good. Um, I'm really enjoying this. And I decided that I would stop and get some pizzas for dinner and the, the boys' favorite pizzas as a little treat. And, you know, just keep this, this holiday season mood going. Um, and it was very uplifting for me. So I pull into the driveway and I have these pizzas. And as I start looking, I notice my, my son and his friend were in the garage with brooms. So they were not playing video games. They were sweeping in the garage. And when I got closer, I noticed that, in fact, they had gone in, in the garage. We have an attic over the garage and they had gone up into the attic and fell through the attic. So there's a big hole in the ceiling of the garage and all the things from the attic were everywhere. Clothes, um, keepsakes, broken, dirt, everything all over. And I just looked around and my son and his friend were, were looking at me like, okay, here it comes. She's going to be really upset with us. And I looked at them. I said, pizza's hot. Let's go eat. And I literally took big steps over these piles of chaos all over my garage. And we walked in, we sat at the table, we ate dinner, and I had a moment to process what was going on. I did nothing. And what I learned from that, and that's just one example, I learned that doing nothing when it's that big for you and you are exhausted to just take a second, catch your breath, and then decide what it is and how you're going to handle it. And that's exactly what I did. And of course, he and his friend went and cleaned it up the best they could. And I moved on. And that was an example of how big some days can be and you do nothing. I think I, I know that you're thinking to yourself, you know, that's great. I'm not sure that I can do that. You'll have a moment 
that is really big and you'll be able to recognize it. And that's what these tips are for. They're not for every day. They're for the big chaotic moments in your life. And I I hope they help you. I know that they have me. And here is another mantra or quote that you can use to apply the do nothing tip. Rule number one is don't sweat the small stuff. Rule number two is it's all small stuff by Robert Elliott. I hope these tips help you. I am my hunch is that they will. They have worked for me and other moms that I coach and it's they're simple but powerful. And if you use these and they work for you, I would love to hear from you. You can go to our website, a mother's guide through autism.com, join our email list, email me. I check my emails every day. I will reply to you. And if I don't be patient, if for some reason it's late at night, I will get back to you. I promise. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and like Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. It really helps us to get out there. And the more we get out there, the more we help other moms. And after all, that is the goal. Our message is knowledge, hope, and inspiration. And we will continue offering this to all of you. I am so appreciative of anyone who's listening. Please spread it. Share these tips with with other people, other moms, other parents. It doesn't really matter because they're going to get help in this season of their life that is chaotic. I'll see you in the next episode. Stay well, stay safe. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism, by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.